This is Fearless Rebel Radio, a podcast about body positivity, self-worth, anti-dieting, and feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanen, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This is episode 85, and it is a special episode because I am speaking to four incredible women who are just like you. These are four of my clients who recently went through the Rock Your Body program, and they are here to show you that it is possible to go from hopping from diet to diet and being frustrated with your body to no longer fretting about your reflection and having so much more confidence in who you are outside of how you look. Rock Your Body is my flagship online program. It is starting on April 3rd, and it is the 12-week program that gives you a step-by-step way of building up self-worth beyond your gene size with personalized coaching from me and lifetime access to the program, so you're with me for life, and you are going to learn how to wake up in the morning feeling comfortable in your skin and live a kick-ass life beyond the number on the scale. The program starts Monday, April 3rd. I would be so honored to link arms and do this with you. You can get all the details on the program and take advantage of the early bird price at rockyourbodynow.com. I'm not sure when I'm going to be running this program again, so definitely take the leap if what you hear today inspires you. You can find all the links mentioned in this episode, including details on Rock Your Body, the video version of these spotlights, and a link to watch the entire spotlight series that includes women from past cycles at summerinanin.com forward slash 85. That's 85. Episodes 72 and 73 of this podcast also have older spotlight interviews that you can check out as well. Before we dive in, I want to share with you why I do these spotlight episodes. First, I interview a lot of coaches, activists, and other thought leaders in the body positive world on this podcast. And while their stories are powerful, it may seem like they are further along than you or that because they work in this field, it's easier for them. So I like to invite my Rock Your Body graduates on the show because hearing everyday women like yourself overcome body shame can be really inspiring and give you hope. The four women I'm talking to today are from four different countries with different backgrounds and experiences, and I know that their stories are going to resonate with you. Secondly, this is an opportunity for these women to celebrate how far they've come. So often we focus on where we want to go or we beat ourselves up for not being quote unquote there yet, and by the way, there is no there. This is an empowering experience that allows them to reflect and celebrate some of the milestones and highlights that they've experienced and some of the big things that they've learned along the way. Third, I want to give you a taste of what it's like to work with me and specifically what the Rock Your Body experience is like. I know it's a big investment and it's really hard to trust a process that you've never experienced before. I'm hoping that these women will give you a newfound perspective so that you know it is possible to be free of the diet mentality and to live life without fretting about your size. 
and that it's pretty awesome to work alongside me. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I've been running Rock Your Body for three years, and every year I am blown away by the transformations that take place. As you'll hear throughout all of these stories, changing the way you feel about your body isn't about liking the way you look. It's about transforming the way that you see yourself the way that you show up in the world and your outlook on life. It is so much deeper than just, you know, throwing away your scale or looking at yourself in the mirror and not really thinking about your body. You're going to hear we go we go deep and we really uncover some big stuff. To give you a little bit more info on the program, I want to just tell you what makes it so amazing. It's 12 weeks and every week you get an audio tutorial and a playbook with worksheets that give you the specific things you need to do to change the way you feel about yourself and to be liberated from the diet mentality and dieting bullshit. We have group coaching calls every week, so you're getting coached by me weekly for over three months because there's bonus calls after the three-month program is finished. We become very close And I give you individualized advice on exactly what you need to do to quit hating your body and to make mental space for a life of freedom, passion, and purpose. This is not like other group programs where you are left to DIY everything on your own or you feel like the person running the program doesn't know who you are. I get to know every woman in this program, as you're going to hear in these interviews, to ensure that you're getting what you need to succeed. And you're with me for life because you have lifetime access so you can repeat the program anytime I run it because I know that these changes don't just happen over three months. Some of this stuff takes years to unpack and really shift inside your body on a subconscious soul level. And that's why I want to give you lifetime access so that you can revisit it. You can do it every time. You can continue to come back for support from me and from the other women in the community. I give you specific tools to help you stop comparing yourself to other women, overcome your fear of weight gain, and really get to know who you are beyond the scale so you're no longer hinging your self-worth on what other people think or external validation. We figure out who you are. So that's kind of a weird concept if you don't know what I'm talking about. But when you're in the dieting mentality and when you've been fixated on your weight, You don't really know what's truly important to you. You don't really know what your purpose is, and you don't really know what your values are. And all of that changes when you drop the weight fixation and when you're no longer thinking about dieting or food or fretting about your body. I give you everything you need to figure out who you are, what's truly important to you, so you can go out there and have a life that feels so much more fulfilling and you're not hiding or being distracted by thoughts about your body or what other people are thinking about you. We talk about how to change your beliefs and especially as it relates to caring about what other people think. And we do work on reframing self-care so that you're not thinking about food or movement from the perspective of what it's going to do to your body. You do things because you want to and you like the way they feel for you. And what makes it so amazing is that you're doing it with a community of women who get where you're coming from. And that is so powerful, as you're going to hear. That's one of the main things that these women loved about doing the program. So go to rockyourbodynow.com to get all the details and to enroll. We start April 3rd. Don't wait. Let's do this together. It's going to be amazing.
All right, let's get started with these spotlights. The first spotlight is Rob. If you hang around in my Facebook group, you'll probably recognize Rob. I can't wait for you to hear the voice behind the image and behind some of the messages that she leaves on Facebook. I can't wait for you to hear about where she was a year ago and what she's doing now. It's truly incredible. Check it out. Hi, Rob. Welcome to your Rock Your Body Spotlight. Hi, Summer. It's great to be here. Thanks for asking me to do it. I'm so excited to have you here. And for anyone seeing the video, you've also got your little fur babe Gidget with us too. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, she wanted to be involved. (laughs) (laughs) Very sweet. Why don't you tell everybody where your beautiful accent comes from, where you're located and who you are? (laughs) Right. I'm in Melbourne, Australia. And I work as a nurse part-time and I live by the beach, which I feel really fortunate about and really enjoy it. My dog enjoys walking along there too. Fantastic. Great. Well, I'm so happy that you did this today, that you're doing this today because we've, we've had a chance to work together for a while now and I've just been so honored to be a part of all the different experiences that you've had along the way and, you know, the ups and the downs and and just seeing, you know, how much you've really changed since we we first started together. Yes, that's, that's very, very true. It's been a real, really special time of my life working with you over the last few months. It's been wonderful. Well, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about how you felt before we started working together? You know, what was your relationship with your, with your body like? It was really difficult. It's, it had been difficult all my life. I was told as a child that I was overweight and I needed to watch my weight or I was going to get very fat. And that was before puberty even. So I, I started having a diet mentality very, very young and went on my first really official diet at the age of 21, just before I, my first marriage, I joined Weight Watchers and lost weight then. But every time I lost weight, weight eventually over a year or two I would gain it back and each I noticed each time I gained back the weight I was even bigger than before and so little by little as I dieted regained dieted regained it seemed like my whole life's purpose was to just finally get to a so-called goal weight and then my life could start. Yes. And (laughs) eventually towards the end of about um, a year ago, I threw in the towel. I realised that every diet I'd been on throughout my whole life, I'm 57 now, had led to weight gain, even if it had given me brief moments of respite, you know, thinking I'm the size I'm supposed to be for a week or something before it all starts creeping back on. Right. And I realised I was out of control. Diets didn't work. I had nowhere else to go. And I was very depressed. I was very down on myself. And I, you know, almost felt like despite everything else I've achieved in my life, I felt like such a failure. I started hiding at home. I didn't want to see people. I didn't want to see friends that I hadn't seen. I was afraid of people commenting on my body. I felt uncomfortable. And because I wouldn't go outside, didn't want to go outside other than to walk my dog, I was getting less and less able to move and losing my flexibility and my fitness and that was frustrating to me because Mm -hmm. that's something I enjoy 
Yeah. And so what, what really prompted you to want to change and just be done with all of that? It was, I went on a summer holiday with my sister and she put a photo of me side on, slumped over in a dress, looking like I was having quintuplets. And when I saw that photo on her Facebook, I just something died inside. I thought, I can't go on, you know, I've got to hide at home. And I spent that whole beach holiday not leaving the house. I didn't go Mm. to the beach. I didn't go to the shops. I didn't go to the restaurants. I just, you know, to me, I just sort of grieved at home and couldn't leave. I couldn't leave home. I was so ashamed. Mm. And I just thought, you know, I, I can't live like this anymore. So I sought out a book that I'd been meaning to read. It was called If Not Dieting, Then What? and written by a local Melbourne doctor. And I arranged to see one of his colleagues and she was fabulous. She got me started on this journey. She actually referred me to you, Summer. That's pretty amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and it was the best thing she ever did for me because I hadn't even joined Facebook and here I am recording for the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't realize you, oh my goodness, you weren't on Facebook before. That's amazing because you are, you are an avid um, poster on Facebook and Inst- well, Instagram too. I love your Instagram. Yes, I've taken it all up with a vengeance, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's so cool. And we're going to talk, we're going to, we're going to get to that because yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I knew that story about you on holiday with your sister before and to see the, you know, the 180 change that's happened because I know that recently, like, you know, your sister posted a photo of you and, and, you know, we can talk about that, but um, yes. Just to, to see like how much of a reversal has happened as it relates to the way that you're living and the way that you're no longer hot, like you're not hiding, you're going out and you're going to the no. beach and you're doing all those things. So that is, that's really profound. That's really profound. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. amazing. You have so much to be proud of. <laughs> oh, um, I'm so grateful. So much to be grateful for as well. Yes. So what, um, sorry, go ahead. Go on. I was just going to, well, I feel like I cut you off there. So were you going to say something? Oh, I just think, you know, you've given me the keys to let myself out of jail. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. What were some of okay. the stepping stones that that helped you along the way? Oh, well, I suppose the the one that impacted me majorly the first time was getting rid of clothes that I'd hung on to for 10 to 15 years Mm -hmm. that I might have worn once or might have worn twice and obviously because I'd only worn them you know once or twice had fabulous comments about them because it was one of in my very brief close to goal weight times Mm -hmm. they became a goal weight in in themselves of just you know sitting in my cupboard waiting for me to get back there and letting go of the idea that I was ever going back there was so freeing yes Uh, because I don't I don't have a way to get back there that doesn't involve punishment and suffering and mental illness basically or you know extreme medical procedures or drugs or whatever Mm -hmm. it's amazing how big of a step that is for people it's you know it's it's one of the simple things that I that I feel like I give to people but it's often has one of the greatest impacts like when I ask people that question 
they'll always refer back to that time when they when they got rid of those clothes because I feel like that's when things really that's really when you cross over the line to say I'm not going back yes that's right and instead of just putting up with whatever you can find at Kmart and Target I then started deciding to spend money and finding clothes that I felt good in and felt comfortable in and felt confident in and that was a big turnaround because I really do enjoy clothing and you know fashion and and dressing up but I felt it wasn't for the likes of me because that's not the way fashion's targeted at all in our world Mm. Um, so it was wonderful finding all these resources for larger women older women you know age appropriate or whatever (laughs) or not age appropriate doesn't really matter it's whatever feels like me whatever Mm -hmm. I feel like on the day Mm -hmm. Um, yeah which is such such a change to cover up clothes that you just hide in that's so good I love that what were some of the things that you are most proud of what are some of the changes that you're most proud of I'm well I'm most proud of that I'm less attached to the mirror these days um, sometimes I could, I hardly know whether my hair's upright or flat or <laughs> sideways or whatever. I, you know, I'm not so hooked on the mirror anymore. I don't worry about that so much. I focus much more on who I am, what, I, how I feel, what I want to do in the day, what I want to achieve, the things that I can, that you know, give really deep satisfaction. And that was prompted by you helping to find what my true values were and although I was giving lip service and buying into the value of you know the superficial how you look is the most important thing once I let go of that it's really freed up my time my sense of peace of mind my energy to put into things that really I suppose feed my soul in a much much deeper way mm-hmm. and that's been that's been almost like a miracle that I that that's happened that's incredible what are some of the things that you've been able to do that you didn't think you'd be able to do or that you thought you had to wait until you you know lost weight to be able to do Yes. Well, one of the things that frustrated me being in a bigger body was I felt I was losing flexibility. It was harder to bend over and twist around and, you know, just do general day-to-day tasks. And so I found that a yoga group called Fat Yoga had started up in my area. And although I'd done yoga years ago when I was in a smaller body, I thought, I'm not the sort of person that can go to yoga. So I, I felt really comfortable going to what was called fat yoga. It's whoever decides that they're fat. No one says you're too fat or you're not fat enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's been wonderful for me because it's not only body flexibility, being around similar people of my size, connecting with other people in real life. It also gives me that lovely meditation time, that you know, that peace from all those sort of the monkey mind, rabbit thoughts and just being able to connect into breathing and things like that. So yoga has been a really important thing for me. The other thing I did this year that I really fell in love with rap music. I know I'm a bit behind the times, but I fell in love with Eminem. I love this. <laughs> I love this. You have to put this. It me by when it was happening. Now I'm thinking, when's he coming to Melbourne? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god I love you that's amazing <laughs> and so uh, for a while I did hip-hop dancing which which I really enjoyed as well oh, nice. um, so although I was the biggest in the class and we had to do it in front of mirrors which was quite challenging I did enjoy that for the time but they were playing Eminem they were playing you know really much softer gentler less offensive <laughs> music though I lost interest <laughs> It wasn't hard enough for you, Rob. Wow. It wasn't dark enough. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, my God. I'm, like, lo- crying laughing right now. That's so funny. Oh, I know. I am too. <laughs> oh, that's great. And the other thing is because I've, because I've started to value myself as a person mm-hmm. and have more respect for myself and treated myself with kindness and dignity – I've been able to be more open and vulnerable with other people in my life and been able to set boundaries with them. I've also been able to get really close to them because I'm willing to share my vulnerabilities, my insecurities, my, you know, feelings of failure and whatever. So I'm so much closer to people when I felt, you know, I I felt so isolated when I thought the game was to be thin and then you can get close to people Mm -hmm. I've realized being thin is not a requirement to make that true connection with people and that's that's been really precious to me that's so amazing that's so great and how does that make you feel oh just wonderful it feel I feel alive I feel like you know this life I was waiting to live all these years when I got these you know external conditions right I feel like this life is really beginning for me now mm-hmm. that's amazing and yes I'm enjoying things that I always thought you know were conditional on being a certain you know looking a certain way being a certain way having my body under control in a certain way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I know you like I know you posted the photo of you going surfing and, you know, doing fly ball with your dog and um, yes. leaving that picture up that your sister po- posted of you guys at the beach. What's Oh, that's right. What's yeah, that been like? A, yeah. I was sitting cross-legged on the beach just in a sundress with my dog of course, dressed in her rashy, <laughs> and <laughs> she was sitting on my, you know, just in the cross of my legs. Mm-hmm. And my sister took a photo of me, and she said, "Can I put it on Facebook?" And I said, "Yeah, no worries." I didn't even look at the photo, and let her put it on Facebook because I thought, whatever it looks like is fine. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter because I know who I am, yeah. and I'm not. You know, I'm not there to decorate the world. That's yeah. just me being happy, you know. Oh. And, in fact, when I did see the picture, I was happy with it and I shared it on my own Facebook and Instagram as well. So it's so really cool. – that's that's a true sense of freedom for me to yeah. not even care what the image looks like because – I know, you know, whatever it looks like is not really relevant to who I really am. Yeah. That's just the outer shell of me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, see, that's, I find that so amazing because where we started with this, when you told the story about your sister posting or showing you that photo, not posting it, just showing it to you. And then you, you know, hiding for the rest of that holiday. To hear you, you know, embrace it and just be like, no worries, share it. And then you sharing it too. um, Yes. That's incredible. 
<laughs> That's so it, it great. Is, it is. Look, yeah. and I've re- re-educated my mind's eye because I think the doctor suggested and you also suggested following people similar to me on Instagram. So mm-hmm. larger women, older women, dressed in beautiful fashion, beautiful clothes, well presented or just presented as they are. And it's re-educated my mind's eye so that I I can see the beauty in all of those images. I I can see the attraction of those images mm-hmm. and I can relate to that instead of thinking I'm not that all the time. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's sometimes gone so far that I'm almost prejudiced the other way now and I'm a bit scared of that. I don't want that to happen either. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, it's almost like I've, I've been so exposed to it, I still need to see beauty in all types of bodies, if yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you've been, you become so indoctrinated into, you know, fat acceptance and, and, you know, just seeing larger women in larger bodies that the other almost seems less it's just you haven't been exposed to it as much. So yeah, it's just it's it's really about acknowledging diversity and beauty in all in all shapes and sizes. And it is. It's yeah. it's almost a shock when I see like just a general catalogue thinking, oh, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. so I see actually that experience is teach teaches me how brainwashed I've been. You can brainwash people to believe yes. whatever they're exposed to most commonly mm-hmm. is the norm mm-hmm. and that's my own personal experiment mm-hmm. to, yes. know, so to know that now mm-hmm. yes that's so interesting yeah so how does it feel to get this baggage off your shoulders oh such a relief such a weight off my shoulders I don't wake up every day as a failure I wake up excited about what you know what next dream I'm going to tackle what I'm going to do next and you know I've tapped into well I've you know I've let go of a lot of really hard feelings as you know on coaching calls I often cried I often ended up laughing as well Um, you know I sort of set my heart free and my emotions free with your help and the help of the group and I feel excited about life I feel I can do things without waiting for anything else to happen I can get on with things now so at the moment I'm pursuing a dream that I've had the last few years of um, wanting to become a foster carer and I've had training and I've had assessment I've got one more assessment to go I've got all my house sorted out ready to go and I'm really excited about that because I didn't get to be a mother when I was younger and I decided you know, there was no way of ever achieving that aim. But by being able to share love with foster babies or children, even if I have to give them up, I'm really, really excited about that. I I think it's something, you know, just so deeply important to my soul that I really want to do. And I'm just so glad that you helped me tap into that and find it and and have the courage to pursue it because in the past I could have said I'd like to do it but no I can't leave home I'm sorry yeah I mean you you are doing something that is so purposeful and meaningful to you and to others and I think that that's that's what this is all about it's about you know freeing ourselves to get in touch with what truly has deep meaning to us and what's really going to give us fulfillment and satisfaction 
And then having the, you know, the courage to go and do those things because we're no longer affected by our fear. You know, our fear doesn't hold us back. We still have fears. We still have doubts, obviously. Yes. Like, you know, oh, yes. it's it's always up and down, but but it's not directing us like it like it used to be. And uh, you're a perfect example of what's truly possible. And I think that, you know, it it my heart bursts when I hear you talk about pursuing this dream of yours because you're going to be such an amazing foster mother and you know to think that you maybe wouldn't have done that before it's just it's incredible to know that you're you're giving giving those gifts to the world oh thank you so much for that yes it's you know it's like you know it started out with something so superficial as my body size and yet you've given me something so much more precious and so much more meaningful to find, identify those values and have the courage to pursue those dreams. So it's, you know, it's way more than expected. You could charge double summer. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the first person that's told me that, but thank you. <laughs> Get it while it's still hot. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you want to share about your journey or the process? Look, it was hard at times. It was hard yeah. and it was tempting sometimes to run away thinking, I don't want to think about that. Mm. I don't want to remember that. I don't want to feel that. But by letting my tears flow, by marking out some time for myself, taking private time, learning to say no, putting my needs first has really been the best gift. And, you know, it's what needed to happen. I needed to go through this process in order to feel free. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so glad I did. I started with the free program and then the 21 days, but this took me so much deeper and is still taking me deeper. So mm -hmm. as you know, I'm going to be on your calls in future as well. So. Of course. Well, that's, <laughs> uh, that is exciting. I'm, I'm, I, yes. I mean, that's why we, that's why it's there forever because I think that it's one of these things that it's, you know, I call myself like a mental chiropractor. It's like, you know, we, everything will feel good and then you'll need a bit of an adjustment and that's why it's always there for you. And I think that there's always an opportunity to deepen our learning and understanding of ourselves. Um, yes. in a, and the community becomes so tight as well. Oh, the community, that's been really precious to me. The people who've come on the calls consistently or if they couldn't come on, they listened and commented. And so it's really felt like we've all been in it together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we so many of us have shared some of our deepest pains, our deepest past sorrows, and we cry with each other, we laugh with each other, and we cheer each other on when we know how how hard it is to step mm -hmm. forward and, uh, you know, reach out to the things that we really want to do. So it's fantastic being part of this community as well. I really cherish it. It's so precious. So I'm not leaving Facebook anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Mark Zuckerberg will be happy to hear that as well. <laughs> uh, well, do you have, what's your advice to other people who are listening? Oh, do it. They, uh, I would say, you know, if, if you're, suffering and you've been suffering for years and you know there's no other way and you know you're out of all options 
this is going to change your life in ways you can't even imagine now. You know, I can't convince you, but I am convinced myself. So I didn't expect all this from a program about body image. But, yeah, it's like, you know, you put in 10% and get 100% back. So, <laughs> Well, that's amazing um, to hear. Well, I mean, yes. I want to acknowledge that it's, um, you know, it takes a lot of courage to, to jump onto something that we we don't have trust in because we've never experienced it before. And you, you went into it full force and you put in a lot of effort and you always showed up and always asked for help. And you were so honest and and vulnerable and, and you followed through on anything that we talked about. And so I think it's, it's also just a testament to, you know, I hear you being grateful for me, but I'm just, what I'm trying to say is that so much of this was you as, as well and that you, your efforts are something really to be celebrated here because you persevered through some of the hard feelings and you always came out and asked for help when you needed it and even just sometimes to support others and, and that was just such a beautiful thing. Yes. Well, I, I realize asking for help is a, is a superpower. <laughs> It is, isn't it? One that we don't use enough. I have discovered that in life. Yes, yes so yes. good. Well, thank you so much, Rob. I, uh, it's, it's amazing to, to hear the journey again. You know, I know I've heard some of these things from you before, but to hear you articulate it and, and hear, you know, from where things started to where they are now, it's just, so, it's so cool to see how far you've come. And I hope that, I hope that you celebrate, that, that, that you take some time to celebrate this for yourself too. I am, yeah, I certainly am. You know, I, I, I think about it all the time and I, I was a bit nervous about doing today, you know, when you asked me about the spotlight, but I'm so glad I've done it. It's the sort of thing I'm going to say yes to. Good. You know, I, I'm saying yes to life and that's thanks to you. Oh, thank you, Rob. <laughs> that's, that means so much. Well, on that note, Thank you again and rock on. (laughs) I should play some Eminem to send you out. All right. Okay. I love Rob. She has come such a long way and it gave me chills hearing about the things she's been able to do over the past few months. She is a beautiful person inside and out and it was an honor to be a part of this with her. Next up is Lucienne. You may also recognize Lucienne from my Facebook group and she's been featured in the Project Age Post series that I run on Instagram and Facebook. She was actually the inspiration for that series, so big shout out to her. Her story is powerful because she's connected to who she really is and that was something she'd lost touch with over the years of dieting and exercise fixation. Check out Lucienne's story. Welcome, Lucienne, to your spotlight. How are you doing today? I'm very good, thanks, Summer. It's, it's so... a lovely spring day out here. Lots of sunshine, so... Oh, I'm jealous. It is yeah. so nice to see you, and I'm glad to see you smiling, too. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Good. Well, while we get ready to get into your story, why don't you tell everyone just who you are where you're, and where you're from? So... I'm currently living in the Netherlands and for a bit over three years. I'm actually from the Netherlands originally, but before this I lived in Australia for almost nine years. And I must say, uh, since I've moved here again, that I actually a lot of the time feel more Australian really than Dutch. So um, yeah, that's interesting because I feel 
really sometimes like a foreigner in what's supposed to be my own country. Okay. You know, so, yeah, so that's a, uh, has been an interesting experience. And um, I work as a, as a lecturer in the University of Applied Science. It's a, a school of professional communication, so public relations and marketing and all those things that I mainly teach and supervise uh, research, which I'm very interested in because I like doing research myself. Very curious. And, and Great. Learning new things. Yeah. That's good. And that curiosity serves you well on this, in, on this journey too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I've noticed I need it, but uh, I often come across, you know, judgments and other firmly held beliefs that I actually didn't realize I still had. So mm-hmm. we will talk about a- that too. Yeah. <laughs> So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what frustrations you had with your body before we started working together or before you found body positivity or intuitive eating or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm still on the body positivity thing. Intuitive eating uh, might be after this one. but uh, (laughs) (laughs) Something to look forward to, I reckon. So, um, yeah, I I had quite some body frustrations from I think quite early on like I remember being in primary school and we had this um, I don't know if they do that in the states but or, or Canada but um, uh, you, you had like a class photo made every year yes so I, I was like eight or something I came home with this class photo you know all proud and the only comment I got was like oh it's such a pity you didn't pull your shirt down mm. like over your belly <laughs> Oh, wow. So I thought, oh, you know, that hit like, okay, I have a belly and I'm supposed to hide it apparently, you know. Yeah. I didn't think about it like that, you know, consciously, but I sort of took hold. And then when I was about 12, I went from having no breasts to having like huge breasts, which I couldn't adjust to. So they always felt like they were not really part of my body and they attract a lot of unwanted attention especially if you're that young so I always felt like I want to get rid of these and um and I, I, I never had that thigh gap it wasn't it wasn't a thing then but I remember standing in front of the mirror thinking you know there's these two little bubbles on my legs that look really weird they're not supposed to be there it's supposed to be straight or something and and it rubbed together so I would never wear skirts and yeah so I think those were <laughs> Like the three main things. It starts so mm-hmm. innocently, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, it's something like, obviously, when the photo was taken, I wasn't thinking about what I looked like at all. But then by showing the photo, all of a sudden, I realized, like, oh, there's something wrong. You know, right. I wasn't supposed to sit like that. And I had to pay attention to get my clothes all in order and to not, yeah. Yeah. And before we started working together, I know that you were spending a lot of time exercising and thinking about food. Do you want to just tell everyone a little bit about what your experience was when you were in that frame of mind? Well, um, I, I know like I had, a, I had an eating disorder, like um, I think it would fall under bulimia, but like exercise, bulimia, really yes. period, periods of binging and then periods of exercising way too much and very strict dieting 
And uh, when I was writing this down for the court, I actually realized I'd been like, I could write down like 25 different diets that I'd been on, which was so depressing. And um, it, it actually, the eating disorder didn't start because I was unhappy with my body, but because I had, you know, traumatic things happening. I came home one day when I was uh, 11 and my mom had done uh, like a suicide attempt. Oh, wow. So that it really bad things to my self-esteem because as a kid you think you know it doesn't matter that I'm here I'm yes. not worth staying here for something wow. like that mm-hmm. and this was free like psychologists help etc so next day my mom was in the hospital they just send us to school you know wow. didn't tell anyone about it and it felt you know like really shameful and had all the neighbors looking because they had seen the ambulance coming and all that. Everyone's nosy and, you know, Dutch people can be very nosy. They want to know everything. And so anyway, that's what it started. Like I couldn't handle those emotions and things happening. And, and somehow that went into, and you know, trying to control food or thinking I'm not good enough. And if I lose weight, they'll be good enough. So that's what I work on, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and my parents will be happy, something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really runs. It runs so deep, doesn't it? It always goes back to some of these experiences that we've had when we were kids that implanted these yeah. coping mechanisms and, and beliefs that we have about our worthiness and our bodies. Yeah. So and, and then, you know, dieting is something that's so normal that everyone will just nobody will tell you oh, you're 12. You're not supposed to go on a diet, mm-hmm. you know. And like it's normal that you gain weight because you get breasts, you know, there's weight in those breasts. So of course you gain weight. But if they don't tell you that, you think, geez, I gain weight. There's something wrong. I need to go on a diet. So I spent really many, many, many years on this. And exercising would be like really compulsive. Like I love dancing. So, but I overdid it. I would take like three different classes in an evening. Mm-hmm. And I would go to the gym first and spend like an hour and an hour and a half on a treadmill and, um, you know, think like, oh, I shouldn't take any money with me because on my way back I'll pass like a, a fish and chip shop and, you know, if I have money on me because I will be hungry when I come back and I'll buy the chips so I can't take any money mm-hmm. and, and things like that and not wanting to go to social events because I'd be worried like, oh, I'll I won't feel at ease, so I'll be eating and there will be lots of food everywhere and people will judge me for what I'm eating. And so it takes up a lot of energy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, I know we were talking about the other day, just that it was exhausting. It is. Exhausting. And, ta- and the time that it occupied mentally yeah. and physically. Like, yeah. 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 So what prompted you to want to do rock your body i know you had done like you had recovered from the eating disorder but what prompted you to want to take that next step well i was i was like not as really bad into the eating disorder but it never completely went away as well yes and there were actually two things because i was working with a psychologist on like childhood trauma well like what i just told you about and working with EMDR and, and ACT, you know, acceptance and commitment therapy, because one of the things with an eating disorder is you 
Well, I used it to not feel anything. So I actually couldn't recognize any emotions. I remember that a therapist once said, like, are you ever angry? And I'm like, no, never. I'm never angry. And then I actually found out I was angry all the time. Yes, we numb but, it. Yes. You know, I just didn't, I didn't know what it felt like. But so we're working on that and that, that helped with a lot of things. But I found part of my self-esteem was linked to my body image problems. And the other was that I had IBS and I got treatment from an acupuncturist. And she suggested I do like an elimination diet to settle down my digestive system and, you know, cut out all the usual, basically go paleo, I think it is, like no sugar, no carbs at all, not even beans, no yes. wheat, no gluten, no dairy, no, well, you, you know the drill. And and I thought, I didn't, I didn't intend to lose weight, but I thought I want to not have, you know, a, a painful stomach all the time. So I'll do this. And but because I have this history, like I went totally hardcore, like not even a grain of sugar. Uh, I was supposed to do this for two weeks. Right. So I cut out everything. And I was like, you know, making veggies for breakfast and all those things. And one of the two weeks, I was actually a holiday week, I went on with my in-laws. And I was so strict, focused on this elimination diet that I missed out on all the fun food and drink because mm -hmm. it was like a celebration week and you know I didn't obviously have any pie or the same food I was making my own food etc and, and I felt after a week I felt really really weak from having no carbs at all like I, I cycle everywhere which is a good thing of the Netherlands you can cycle everywhere yes and um and I felt so weak I couldn't actually cycle against the wind because my my legs had like no power to it Right. And this was after a week and I stuck with it for another week. So that was just bad. So when I was supposed to reintroduce these things slowly, I went completely the other way because I was so hungry. Even if I hadn't paid attention to portions or whatever, I, I ate all the time. But So I went berserk on the carbs and the cheese and, and all that. And then I gained weight and it was all in my belly and I felt really ashamed. And it was these two things like... I'm, I need to do something different because I don't want to do this dieting anymore. It's not working. And, and, and I need to work on self-esteem and not always feel yeah, that bad about my body. Mm -hmm. Good. So these things came together and I think this is it. I need to find something else. And then I found you. The timing was right. You were done with it and ready for something different. Good, yeah. good. So let's talk about the, you know, the 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 more recent period of time where things have started to shift for you. What were some of the stepping stones that helped you along the way? Well, in, in the there, I wrote a few things down, so I'll just see so I didn't miss any. What 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 I really liked in the Rock Your Body was having that group of women yes which is support they know what you you know what you're doing because they're going through the same thing and not everyone has all the same experiences but there is so much that resonates which is brilliant because i always thought and i think other people thought like i'm the only one who is suffering from this and it's really shameful and i'm doing all these like stupid things you know right. why and i can't talk about it and now there are people they like Oh, I have that too. It was like, whoa, how's that possible? So, yes. you know, that 
that is really great. It's such an amazing community. Yeah. And, um, and, and so the coaching calls were really helpful. A bit scary at first, but I find it really helpful also listening to other, other people. And in the program itself, like, it was really good working on finding that doppelganger thing, like that nasty voice in your head and that I identified that it was actually my dad. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of these beliefs and, and judgments I hold don't actually come from me. But right. I sort of inherited them and made them my own. And then I think, I don't know, it's his, his things that I took on and feel lousy about. So that was very helpful to realize. And what was the other? Uh, yeah, I think, I think those were the most important things. Yeah, the work that we said, yeah, I haven't right. done the last three modules. That's okay. Yet. Well, you, have, you can go back and do it anytime. You have access for life. So it's, yeah. that's the beauty I needed of it. To process. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a lot to process. And I think, I think yeah. you mentioned it. You know, one of the, the, one of the biggest things is really learning to acknowledge and recognize the, you know, the voices of doubt, the voices of fear and things like that. And obviously the community is just incredible. Yeah, it's wonderful. But I feel I really need to practice. Like, yes. it's, it's one thing realizing this is it, but then you have to like a zillion times catch yourself. It's you constant. Know, falling for it again and, and thinking, oh, oh, this is not actually me. Yes, know? yes. So, and that takes time. So I needed that time the past few months to, to work on that. Good. What are you proud of? Oh, a few things I thought about. Because <laughs> that, was, that was the body image, you know. I never wanted to have photos of myself. So I traveled a lot. And there are a lot of places I don't have any photos of me being there. So now I actually have travel photos with me in it. Yay. Which maybe it's not that big a thing, but I really like it. Like, it's and huge. I, I know I've been there. I took the photos, but now you see this is me being Oh, there. I love that. And that, that's great. And um, I started with taking photos for a, a, a close Facebook fashion group to get used to seeing, you know, it was like a challenge. You had to post 40 days an out different outfit with what was just in your closet. So I liked that idea as well. And I did that and I got very nasty remarks on the very first one. So I thought, no, I'll just ignore this and keep going. But now I've actually posted photos um, on Instagram was like publicly. So that was a big step. And one of your most recent pictures I saw on the F Your Beauty Standards page, which has, I don't even know how many thousands of followers, perhaps hundreds, definitely in the tens. But it was fun, yeah. That was amazing when I was scrolling through my feed and I saw you and I was like, that's Lucienne, oh my God. I was so happy. (laughs) That that was so cool. Yeah, that was cool. I was really, I was really... um, Happy with that. It was very cool. And the other thing, I, I, I almost forgot already, but I actually modeled in a plus-size fashion show. Oh, yeah, was that's quite right. quite at the start, yeah. And I was thinking, oh, should I do it? And I did it, and I even modeled, like, the underwear. <laughs> so I was wearing these, another highlight, like, faux leather trousers, tight ones, and this, like, balconette bra, which I never would wear in real life. So, um, yeah, in this restaurant full of, people mostly women but that still. is amazing <laughs> yeah and what so really good. helped me because I was in doubt like should I do this and it felt like I don't even wear a bikini anywhere so it was a huge step and 
you said, like, look at it from an idea of service, like you're helping other people mm-hmm. who are sitting there, you know, yes. by just doing it. And there were a few other women, like different sizes, who did the same thing. So that was a really, yeah, a highlight. It's a pretty and badass really, thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. And it's good that I remember it because I had already almost, like, forgotten about it. And I think that was big. Yes. And uh, I know yesterday we were talking a little bit just about you rediscovering your old self. Do you want to yeah. talk about that a little bit? Because I, I know that we we kind of talked about you really just identifying with being a nonconformist. <laughs> we uncovered that <laughs> along the way. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's funny because somehow, you know, these things went sort of wrong, if you could say that during my teenage years, which you're probably the most vulnerable anyway, and I had all these other external, you know, family problems going on. But it used to be like a very strongly opinionated feminist, non-conformist person. And then along the way, I sort of started trying to conform by this dieting and fitting into this image of what you're supposed to look like and clothes you're supposed to be wearing and, you know, dye your hair, because everyone did. Etc. Etc. And now you know I'm older, so you get all these all of a sudden Facebook feeds on age-appropriate dressing and age-appropriate hair and all these things. And I find since we've been doing this that I just revert back to this 16-year-old, and I think I haven't actually changed on the inside that much. And now I feel like I should just why not? You know why? Why would I want to conform to all these? ideas that are not mine and I find silly anyway so that really helped me feel more me yes great. yes I love it I love that we reconnected with that you know you're that true authentic part of you yeah. that you had been turning down and quieting and hiding um, yeah. because of fear of not fitting in or you know fear of judgment and to be able to start to own that you know, I know I've featured you in the Age Po uh, 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 feed that I do, and I just think it's so it's so amazing to see you take take your power back and allow your real self to be seen, and yeah. it's unique, and that's what's so beautiful about you. Yeah, it, it it feels it feels good, and I I recognize it a lot if I read stuff on this, you know, on body positive positivity and feminism and all that about that smaller is not only literally smaller but that toning down of your voice and I did that a lot but when I was a teenager I didn't have like that filter so I used to speak up about everything you know injustice and people getting excluded and you know men and women making nasty remarks about mostly females and all those things and then somehow I thought oh it gets too much adversity and, you know, I'm not supposed to do this. You're sort of supposed to conform more and I try to fit in, but it didn't really fit me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really happy to now think, and maybe that's because I'm old or I don't know. But I think I, I don't care. I'm going to speak up and maybe I'm a bit more tactful doing it. That might help, but I'll say it anyway. So I love it. Yeah, I love it. That, that feels good. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you. So, how does how how does all of this make you feel? Yeah, well, more more like me and lighter in some way because I I left stuff behind and I'm not there yet. 
you said yesterday you said oh you need to be a bit more patient I'm, I'm quite impatient by nature <laughs> <laughs> so I find that I think oh, I've been you know working on this for like seven months or so so uh, hmm, I should be good at it by now because usually I'm good at stuff really quickly but yeah and and but, but one thing I, I learned and and even with therapy because I had more therapy you know during my lifetime and I always felt like I needed to be fixed and I literally would use those words like yes. I can't quit therapy because I haven't been fixed yet I'm not like normal or yeah fixed and now I, I learned from this like <laughs> there's no such thing Yes. fixed <laughs> this is it and you know that's okay but you know the idea of being I'm enough as it is I don't need to prove it or I don't always feel it like that but you know I, I know intellectually I know that that it's true so I just hope if I keep working at it at some point it will most of the time feel true yeah, it's a little bit of ambivalence, you know. It's you have the moments and the and the uh, the glimmer of hope, and you feel it, and then you have a day where you're back to where you started, and the, you know the longer that you keep going, the more moments you have on that side where it starts to feel solid and reinforced. And you know, I just want to acknowledge you that you've you've really committed to this. You've put so much effort into this. You were always showing up for support and for the calls. And I think that that's a testament to your ability to persevere and your, your strong will to change. For, and that in and of itself is a huge act of self-love. So I just want to acknowledge that in you because I think that that's a really incredible thing. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I, have, I have trouble with that. Like I try to write down every evening like good things and one is like what have I done well today but yes. for me that still I have always trouble with that one because I think it needs to be a big huge you know make we a change do. in the world thing <laughs> we all do I know <laughs> I fixed world problems today what did you do you know yes something like that so uh, so it's not that so so Yes, yeah, so I'm learning to be more compassionate and think, you know, even if I did a small thing, it's all right. And it's enough. And if I have an off day and I've spent it, you know, watching, uh, binge watching <laughs> TV series because I felt like it and I had my day off, then that's all right. So, Good. Good. Yeah. Is there anything else from your short story that you want to share with people that you feel would be important or do, do you feel like we covered all of it? Well, what I, what I want to, I was thinking, you, you said, you, you um, asked, like, do you have any advice or whatever? Yeah, what's your uh, advice? We want to do it. And I think that realization that you're not the only one experiencing this, which might be a bummer thinking, I'm so unique, like you are. But, you know, there are a lot of things that you can actually share with people, maybe not with people in your direct environment, but. They are out there. So that's the beauty of internet. You know, you can find these people. And I find that really helpful. And that it's not too late. We were talking about that. Because, you know, I'm, I'm 52. And then I think, oh, I should have done this 30 years ago. But, yeah, I didn't. But it's still very useful. And it's not too late to find your tribe. Never. Never so, too late. Yeah. So, Thank yeah, you. I'd say go for it. 
Good. Thank you for that. And I know that that's very inspiring to others too, because it can feel a little isolating, especially when a lot of people in body positivity, at least on social media, are younger. And so obviously that's why I really wanted to start the age positivity, which was actually your inspiration. So I'm just going to take a minute to credit you for this because you were the first one who, or you were, you know, one of, I've, I've heard it a few times before, but you were the one who really pushed for it. You said, there's no older people and I want to see more older people. And I think I said, well, if it's not there, create it. And you started your Instagram account and we talked about ways to to help you know spread spread the message but i i it inspired me to at least use my platform and my following to get that message out there even further and to increase that visibility because of people like you so major credit to you because you were pretty much the inspiration behind project aged po (laughs) thank you i'm I'm very glad you're doing that because it's really it's really good and i like I, I, I would like to see people of all ages and, you know, colors and, and whatever. That really helps not only seeing like yes. 15 year old girls. Right. Like, nothing wrong with them, but they're no. not really someone to relate to physically. Right. Yeah. You want diverse, yeah. diversity is so important. Diversity. Yeah. And, and I think age diversity is where there's a lot of opportunity as well. You know, there's a lot of opportunity in other within other uh, marginalized groups as well. But in the case of, of this, you know, age is definitely an opportunity as well. Yeah. So I'm very happy you're doing that. I love it. Thank you. And thank you. Yeah. But thank like you. talking to you about it gave me that, all, you know, that, yeah, it helps voicing this to someone who actually thinks, yes, that's a very good idea. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will always have your back. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story today. Uh, It's been, it's been amazing to catch up with you. And I know that you're going to be doing the course again when it starts in on April 3rd. So that's very exciting. And you'll be there in the community cheering on all the new members as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I was very happy I found you at that right point in time and I'm sure you know we'll talk lots more thank you well I'm so grateful you found me too and you came into this world yeah thank you (laughs) thanks Lucienne bye Lucienne is so great she is honest she perseveres and she continues to fight for herself next up we have Jen Jen was always willing to say yes to the challenges that I gave her even when they were really far outside of her comfort zone check out Jen's story Hi, Jen. Welcome to your spotlight. Hi, Summer. I'm so happy I'm to so catch happy up to with you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to catch up with you today. It's <laughs> great to see you. Why don't you tell everyone who you are and a little bit about where you're from and who you are? Okay. I am Jennifer Brown. I'm from Roanoke, Virginia. I have a 22-year-old son and I live with my boyfriend, which through this process has taught me tons. And I work in a subrogation office for an insurance company. Very good. Awesome. And I would love to start out with you talking a little bit about what the frustrations were that you had with your body before you started doing this work. Oh, my goodness. I have been on so many diets and 
you know, at points I could lose weight and then of course I'd always gain it back. And I was to the point where I basically couldn't diet for a few hours and I knew there just had to be a better way. I was so unhappy in my body and just, and it affected like everything I did. And I just wanted to feel better, but I knew I couldn't go on another diet Mm -hmm. because it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what prompted you to change? Well, actually, I podcasts are what really got me started just thinking about the process. And you were on Christy Harrison's podcast. And I just, and I'd seen you on the, the internet and things, but on that podcast, it really just, I was like, oh yes, I need to look her up. And then the webinar before, for Rock Your Body, just, I can't even tell you really what it was about you, but it was just about just the whole call. I just knew it was right. And like, as soon as the webinar was over, I'm like, I'm signing up. I'm signing up and I never regretted it. And, and it was worth every penny plus more. And I can't even say anything because I was a little bit scared, you know, about, you know, spending money on myself for something like this, but oh my gosh, priceless. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. That's so amazing. I mean, I, I was talking about this with with Robin, her spotlight too, but it's just it, it's such a risk when you don't know what it's like, like, they, like, right. it's not like a di- diets are so familiar, but this is something that's really yes. unfamiliar. And it's, it's scary to take that risk. But obviously rewarding. Yes, <laughs> very, very, rewarding, right? very no much diets. so. Especially yeah. compared to, you know, the diets I've paid for. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I walked away feeling miserable, but this definitely not much feeling so much better than I could have ever even dreamed. Oh, that's so good to hear. That's so good. And what were some of the stepping stones that really helped you along the way? Just, um, it was just the community and the the calls were oh my gosh so helpful and just knowing that everybody was there for me and you were there for me and you understood like you could dig deep into what was going on with me and i finally figured out that through of course your guidance that my like anytime i got upset that's when i wanted to go on a diet yes and i learned that i just anytime I wouldn't set boundaries, I inflicted that on myself and totally thought I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. And I never put that together before ever. And that was amazing thing to learn. And now I can catch myself when I'm doing it and rein it back in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's it like to have that, that knowledge now? Oh my gosh. It is just amazing because even throughout the program, I would, I would, oh my gosh, I need to. And like with the election, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to lose weight. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, look what I'm doing to myself. I'm getting upset and I'm taking it out on myself rather than standing up for myself and being proud of myself. And it's really, it's something I never thought I would get from the program, but it's, 
it's so amazing that I did get it. Yeah. It's been really cool to watch you start to set some of those boundaries and, <laughs> and some of, you know, some, a lot of the things that we talked about and, and standing yes. your ground and advocating for yourself, which I know was hard. That was hard. Those things were hard for you to do. It's not like it was really oh easy, but you really, you really, you did it and you followed through yes. on it, which was so That's cool. exactly right. Yeah. What are you, what are you proud of? Oh my gosh. I, it's so hard. I'm proud of so much. Just that I opened up in the group and because I do like to stay a little reserved and I opened up and was able to find a community that, you know, experienced the same things and understood where I was coming from. And that was, that was so amazing to feel like you have friends and women and that I haven't, even when I've fallen and made what I called a mistake and like did my one little attempt at a diet for a couple hours, like I knew it was a mistake. And I went to the group, you know, expressed it and got so much encouragement and I never felt like a failure. And that was, that was amazing. Yes. Cause we don't fail at this. It's just there's going to be ups and downs. And I think that that's, yes. that's an important thing for people to know too, is that there were struggles along the way. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. But having that support obviously was really helpful. And, and oh. I know, I mean, gosh, the community is so amazing. It's you guys form such a tight bond and it's, uh, yeah. it's really incredible. It's really, really yes. incredible. And we cry together and it's, it's really, it's awesome. And I can feel like I can cry even if I apologize for it, I, I can open up. Learning to own the hot mess. Yes, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. What were some of the highlights for you along the way? One of the just saying no. Mm-hmm. Like one specific time my sister had, and I like to keep everybody happy. And especially my sister. And she was asked me and if I wanted to go to something. And I just said, no. And even I, well, she was shocked, number one. But number two, I was shocked at myself that I was able to say no. I didn't want to do it. So I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I would have never dreamed that I would have learn that from this program, mm-hmm. but I've, it's just, it's helped everything about my life and the way I feel. Mm-hmm. And when you say that, how, how so, how has it impacted the way you feel in your life? I feel like I have some freedom to express myself, to not just go along with what everybody else says and wants me to do. And it's okay. And they're not going to they might be upset with me, but that's okay. And they might not be upset with me either. And that's, you know, that's good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really push yourself outside of your comfort zone in some of those yes. situations. And I know you did that at work too. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. It was, it's in work is definitely difficult to, because I've always have felt like I needed to say yes, be a, yes, yes, I'll do that. And to learn that I could say no at work was just eye opening. Mm-hmm. It was it was really a major breakthrough for me because I'm 41 years old and I don't think I've ever said no at work before. So 
And they did, they had to adjust to it themselves. They did not take it as, you know, so easily either. And they pushed back some, but then I pushed back too. So I'm definitely a work in progress. That's good. That's good. What specific things have you noticed about the way that you feel in your body? Oh my gosh. Well, I don't hate my body like I did. Mm-hmm. I can still say, you know, I still like, oh, why can't I be thinner? Mm-hmm. But I don't have, it doesn't have the same charge to me that it once did. Yeah. And buying comfortable clothes that I feel good in really helps as well to minimize the, oh my gosh, you know, I don't feel good in my body today. And I'm a lot more neutral about my body than I ever thought I would be. And I'm definitely, you know, working on it. And I think as time goes on, I will get better and better about being neutral and not thinking that something's wrong with me and wrong with my body. And, and I can look at other people now, beautiful, bigger women and think, Oh my gosh, you are so gorgeous. As well as looking at thinner people. Oh, you're gorgeous. And not being so, Oh, only this is what beauty is. There's a lot more to beauty than just your body. Yeah. And it's so amazing how shifting that perspective then starts to reflect back onto the beliefs that you have about yourself. Right. And I'm glad you're honest about, you know, that it's still a struggle or that there's still struggles there because I would never want people to think that it's just something that goes away in a really short period of time. I think that, you know, you're a testament to the fact that, that you can see some really incredible shifts and be on an entirely new trajectory in a short period of time, but that, you know, there's still ups and downs and really getting rid of the desire to be thinner takes a long time. Like I think, you know, for me that took, it took a couple of years for me to really stop wishing I was smaller. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about undoing years. Sorry, go ahead. Right. And I felt like I learned the most from the times when I felt like I fell the hardest during the program and was so upset, you know, with myself thinking that I failed And then when I came out of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just felt so much better and freer. And so it was almost like, you know, you make a mistake or not really even a mistake, just you revert back to your old way of thinking. But then it was like, then I came out the other side and I was so much stronger and could see the air of, you know, what I'd been doing to myself and... And then be proud of myself for making a mistake and learning from it. Yes, yes. And that is so important. And, you know, I admire your ability to to stick through the tough times instead of, you know, (laughs) giving up or thinking like, what's wrong with me? It's it was all right. You know, I went through this time. I accepted it, but I learned from it. And those tough times are what make us stronger. I always say that I always say in those moments, like, this is when we really learn. And this is where we grow. And this is where we build resiliency. So yeah, that's great that you're able to see that too. Yes. Oh, so I, you know, I'm always proud of my, you know, mistakes or my mishaps or setbacks, because I have learned that they just are the best thing that ever happened to me. And that in and of itself is probably a shift. 
Oh, definitely. Oh my gosh. I've never realized that before. And because usually I think I would beat myself up so much that I didn't ever recover. And now I recover and just move right on and stronger and better for it. Amazing. So good. So Mm -hmm. what's it like to get all of this off your back and be free of the (laughs) dieting game. (laughs) It's so good because I do have so much more time to think about other things and to do other things. And, but it is like a real weight of, you know, a physical weight has been lifted, even though I haven't lost a pound and even dieting, you know, I never felt like that. Mm -hmm. And to actually feel happier after doing something is just, it's amazing. And to actually something about, you know, like being an activist for heavy people or anybody, you know, that's being discriminated against. I mean, I've never thought of that before. I never felt that people might've been looked at differently really because they were fat as a, as a problem or an issue. And it just, now it's like, I want to defend heavy people. I'm like, no, you can't treat them like that. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's an amazing thing that I've taken from this program that I never, never thought I would, I just thought I would, you know, get, you know, I would love my body, you know, <laughs> and it's so much more than that. That's really great to hear. (laughs) That's really good to hear. Yeah. And to hear you talk about it from, you know, like the social justice perspective and to hear you be able to, you know, have, have opened your eyes to the, you know, the oppressive things, you know, the oppression that's happening just whether it's against women and people uh, in larger bodies, especially Mm -hmm. size discrimination. I'm glad that that was something you took away from this. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it helps you to keep wanting to advocate for yourself and others. Exactly right. That is exactly right. And to know that, you know, everybody, everybody is a good body. And I, I do. I mean, everybody has a wonderful body. Yeah. And that's that's a wonderful thing. And no one should be discriminated against, you know, for the way that they look. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else from your story or experience that you want to share? One thing that... When I think of the program, and it's the funny thing that I always remember, is one, I think it might have been module four, there's this little bitty blurb in there that says, remember, somebody hates you. Which is from from my friend Carrie Ann. I just want to give her credit. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. I read that like so many times and I'm like, why is this in here? And this has to be a misprint. I just can't understand why you know, Sarah would put this in here. And then finally, I think it might've been a coaching call. I I think it finally hit me that that wasn't a misprint. And honestly, that was so, I think about that all the time. And it just helped me so greatly at work because when, you know, there's just people I might not click with and like, Oh, somebody hates me and that's okay. And (laughs) That has been like mind blowing for me. That has been the biggest mind blower ever. That is really, that was amazing. <laughs> that's really cool to hear. I remember the confusion over that one. There were a few people that w- that were like, "I don't understand," <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> it 
will become more clear. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm like, I work really hard to make sure that nobody hates me. And somebody <laughs> hates me? No. <laughs> like, how is that working for you? <laughs> yes. I mean, oh my gosh. I love that. That is amazing. And I, I even went and told people at work, I'm like, somebody hates me. That's what it said. And it was just... It was it, very, very moving. And I still, when I think about it, I get chills because I'm like, that is totally the truth. Yeah, I'm sorry. I must have little ears. These things do not understand. <laughs> That's okay. And so how did it make you feel to have have that that shift or that that knowledge? It's not the way that I've lived my life. Yeah. I My entire life has been, how can I make somebody like me? Because if they don't like me, then... That means there's something wrong with me. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it did, it changed everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, every aspect of my life relationships, work relationships, just how I handle myself out in public, everything. What did it enable you to do? Just to be open and not be so scared. Oh, well, oh my gosh, I can't see this because I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings. Mm. Or I can't tell someone no because I'm going to hurt their feelings. Or I can't, if I'm upset, I can't let anyone have an idea that I'm upset with them. And it just allowed me to be able to set boundaries and just express myself. And I've never been able to do that before, ever. So it took me a lot of years, but, <laughs> but no, it's amazing. That's, that's amazing. That's yes. so good. The last question I want to ask you is what advice do you have for other people that are listening? The main thing that I want to tell people is, well, number one, you will not regret taking this program and don't get excited at the, the end because it's not the end. That was very emotional, I will add, but it's not the end because it's still continuing. And about the, as you're going through the program and you have your steps back, just know that you'll make it through and you'll be better on the other side. And it's not a straight line. It's curvy, just like we are. (laughs) And you will, you know, be so happy that you did it. That's amazing. And I think it's like if anyone's listening and regardless of whether they decide to, you know, work with me or work with somebody else or do stuff on their own, there's still really important advice in there as it relates to, you know, not really thinking that there's a destination and, um, and knowing that there's ups and downs along the way. That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much, Jen. Is there anything else you want to say before we close this one out? No, I don't think so. I just think It's been amazing and I really appreciate everything that you have done for me. And I told myself, I'm not going to cry, but I can cry. But, (laughs) and now I'm like, I want to cry, but um, I look forward to anybody that decides that they want to join and we'll all support each other and cry together. <laughs> you are so lovely. And if you're not a crier, don't be scared. <laughs> That's I'm exactly like... <laughs> right. I'm okay with that too. <laughs> There's lots of laughing as well. <laughs> There's always lots of laughing as I'll, well. I'll cry enough for everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jen, you're just so amazing. You've always just been such an inspiration. And I love, you know, you, you, you always showed up and supported other people and, you were so open and honest and, you know, reached out for help when you needed it and you kept going and you persevered and you really had a lot of courage. There were a few things that I had you do 
that I know were super nerve wracking and courageous and you all, and you followed through on them. And that is something really to be proud of. So I just want to express that because I know that a year from now, things are just going to be even better for you. That's exactly right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Rock on. The amazing thing about Jen is that she has been able to be such a better advocate for herself and has been able to own who she really is, even when it's hard for her to do that, exhibiting such strength and courage. I am so proud of all the no's that she has said and all the things that she has done. Last up is Carla. Carla had two really big breakthrough moments over the course of the program that she shares openly in her story here. She'll be the first to tell you that she doesn't love her body, and you'll hear about why I'm totally okay with that. Check it out. Hi, Carla. Welcome to your spotlight. Hey! I'm so <laughs> happy to see you and be with you today. Yeah, you too. It's awesome. Why don't you tell everyone who you are, where you're from? Sure. So I'm 34 years old. I'm living in St. John's, Newfoundland, so over on the East Coast. There's not a lot of uh, body positive kind of body image work going on over here. So um, I always kind of felt like I was up on my own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm a mom to a 13-year-old boy, and I was a single mom for years. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's me. And you'll be the trailblazer over on the east coast of Canada. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So talk to me a little bit about the frustrations that you had with your body and, and food and dieting and stuff before, before we started working together. Mm -hmm. There were many. So I guess the key thing is that in my history, I was sort of always too much. I was too tall, too big too heavy, too loud, too opinionated. So I think for years, probably 20, 20 odd years, if we're honest, constantly dieting, trying to shrink myself. And so I had really low self-esteem and that was really reflected in my body image. I felt like there was always something wrong with me. I could always be skinnier. Even when I was thin, it wasn't good enough. So it was just, I was always broken or needing to be fixed, if that makes sense. Yeah, mm. for sure. And what prompted you to want to change that without doing it Ugh. through the <laughs> unsuccessful method of dieting? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't think there was any sort of light bulb moment per se. It was just I kind of was really worn down, mm -hmm. um, really discouraged. Uh, it was just years of the same yo-yo, back and forth, drop weight, put on weight, exhausted, irritable, constantly feeling like I was restricting um, being held back, couldn't fully participate in my life in a way that I wanted to. So I just, I never, I think I got to the point, the breaking point was probably that I, I was seeing a naturopath trying to figure out why my energy levels were so low and I was putting on weight despite my efforts, which I know now are, you know, over-exercising and dieting and just a lot of restrictant restriction, I should say. Anyway, so we did an elimination diet. And it was funny, because I was thinking, okay, I'm doing this the right way this time. Yeah. And, and I had, uh, I had all the same symptoms, I was exhausted, irritable, constantly felt like I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And yeah, it just sort of broke, I got to the point where I just I had enough at that time. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think really what I did was I got on the internet and I started looking up stuff about this and to figure out what was going on. And I came across you and Fis Isabel Fox and Duke. Mm 
And I did your 10 day free course uh, through email and I joined the Facebook group and uh, the rest is history. It was Mm -hmm. just kind of nice to get an alternate perspective that way. Yeah. Nice. Good. That's so good. And, (laughs) you know, in our time working together, what would you say were some of the stepping stones that helped you along the way? Hmm. I think the biggest thing for me through the course was, I mean, the first five modules in particular sort of helped break down my beliefs and negative thinking patterns. And so to really undo that and examine the influences of the diet culture and stuff that we're all situated in to see how that really was affecting me day to day. So when, when I started stripping that away, that was, there were light bulbs all the time with that Mm -hmm. stuff. It just, it helped me connect back to my history, my own personal traumas that I've been through, you know, to get at really what was going on underneath. Mm -hmm. And you quickly learn that it's not about your body. It's not about your food. It's really about your emotions and starting to feel what you feel mm-hmm. and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Those were, those are the key things. I think really getting in touch with my values and my beliefs and really who I was and what I wanted to stand for in my life to, to start putting things in priority and deciding what was, what was worth it and what wasn't worth it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And what was it like for you to discover, like to start to change the beliefs and, and have a solid grip on those values? Mm. it's a really hard process. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of work and it feels really heavy at times, but I always felt supported and I was always part of a really great community. And that was the best thing about this, that there were other people that are all going through the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, it was really worth it to get to the other side when you finally go, Hmm, okay. You can feel yourself getting pulled back into those old patterns or whatever. And you think, oh, that's because I have, you know, this value or, yes. <laughs> you know, this isn't matching up with that person's value or whatever. To kind of see that stuff daily is life changing. <laughs> and I'm not overstating that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so amazing. Like that framework just gives you a whole new perception on life. Yeah, it does. I yeah. like to And everything so, yeah. too. It's not, it's not just about your exercise or your food or how you're thinking about your body. It's literally how you're showing up in the world. It's not just those aspects of of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's deep. (laughs) It is very deep. (laughs) Yeah. 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 What are you, what are you proud of? Hmm. God, I'm proud that I'm still here. (laughs) You know, one of those things, the biggest thing going through that course and taking stock and everything and seeing how far you've come, how much, you've been through and you know your own personal story it's just cool like I didn't realize I had as much perseverance as I did and mm-hmm. and that I, I had as much strength and confidence to keep going in the direction that I am and I wouldn't change any of it for the world because if I hadn't been through all that then I wouldn't be where I'm at right now you know mm-hmm. so it's it's just cool yeah 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 <laughs> what yeah. were some of the highlights for you Oh gosh, karaoke Carla. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I was gonna I was wondering when karaoke Carla was gonna show up. Yeah. Which sounds like oh a my real God. inside I don't joke, think I'll ever but I'll let you kind of talk about it. <laughs> so um really there's there's two key things that happened for me was that one was a dark moment and one was a really happy one. And the the dark moment was 
actually opening up about my trauma, my sexual assault history, and finding that there were other people going through the program that had been through the same thing and realizing that that is deeply connected to how I'm showing up in my body and my life. Mm -hmm. And that kind of support and connection that I have with people, I don't think I've ever had that before. So it was pretty incredible. And then the other one was really when we were talking about play and creativity. So I, I stopped being playful in my life and just hadn't really thought about what I, I needed in that regard. So we were talking this one time on the phone and you know how this goes. We were talking about, you know, when do I feel the most free? And it was when I'm singing karaoke with my friends. So I think he made me get up and dance around in my room and headbang <laughs> as if I was up performing. We did and it together. Like, we did it together. I was with you. And I, I believe, yeah. And I believe there were some people who were deafened on the phone. So that was uh, yeah. hilarious. Yes. For those of you listening, I had noise canceling headphones on and I did, I kind of forgot that I did. So I cranked the tunes up on my laptop really loud. And I had my mic right up against the speaker on my laptop, but I didn't think it was that loud because I had the noise canceling headphones on. And then afterwards I realized that I had pretty much deafened everyone else on that coaching call and uh, that Carla could barely hear anything I was saying to her. But it's... It, you know what? It was one of those moments where the lesson was so ingrained in my body that yeah. I can't undo that. I can't like I often find myself thinking, "What would karaoke Carla do on yeah. a daily basis?" Yeah, because you know, in that moment, it really brought home how free and I don't know untethered you can be in 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 different aspects of your life. So it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a part of you that was always there, but that part of yeah. you had been just like held back or just not been tended to. And so it was really just about you owning that part of you. That's so like, that's who you are and getting you in touch with that free spirited fun side of yourself. Cause yeah, I mean, life, life is hard sometimes and we lose touch with, with, uh, with that lighthearted side of ourselves that a lot of us have. Yeah. And it's hard to be, lighthearted when everything feels so serious you're constantly you know thinking about everything you're eating and how much calories your intake is that day and whether or not you exercised enough to burn off your supper like I mean they're all really silly concepts to me now but it's just with that hanging over you it's hard to have fun Mm -hmm. yeah it's I'm glad to have that back. Good. Thank you for karaoke, Carla. Good, good. I'll never forget it. (laughs) No, neither will I. (laughs) Neither will everyone else who's going to need hearing aids in 10 years because of what I did to them. (laughs) What were some of the specific things that you noticed about how you feel in your body? What are some of the specific things that you noticed about how you feel in your body now versus how you felt before? Yeah, I don't love my body. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever will. Mm-hmm. It'd be really nice to tell people that that's going to happen after mm-hmm. <laughs> you participate. But I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I think it's totally okay to not love my body. I feel neutral about it in a way that allows me to show up. Yeah. I, I can still put on, get up and not spend an hour agonizing over what I'm wearing that day. I can put clothes on and just go. I can go to my movement classes, my exercise classes, and not constantly tear myself down in the mirror the whole time. And 
it's just a sense of calm, more, more peace, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And that's interesting. You know, I love that you were so honest about that because I try to really set that as the expectation because I think we think we're going to love ourselves. Like we're going to look in the mirror and be like, damn, like I'm so hot, you know, and it's, (laughs) no, it's really not. It is ultimately, it is just like calm, peace, not really thinking about it, not letting it hold you back. That's like to hear you say that that's where you are. To me, that is what loving your body is. Like, it's just kind of, you know, the experience of, of not having the, the, you know, the baggage of the hatred. So it's, but, but yeah, I, it, the way you articulated, it was great. And I think it's, it's really important to not set that expectation either. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, there's still moments. I think I'll always be on this path working on it, but it's, it's good. Yeah. It chips away over time though. I'm telling mm-hmm. you yeah, in, in a year or two, you're going to notice it's like e- even more easy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's good. How does that feel for you? It's awesome. I think, <laughs> how does it feel? I, I think it's, I feel uninhibited in a way that I had been for years. So it's, it's as close, I think, as I'll get to, to happy now. Like I'm, I'm just okay with being me, if that makes sense. That's a beautiful <laughs> I thing. I don't know if that answer. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah. it's just being contented and having some self-compassion, giving myself a break, you know, good. It's, it's good. That's yeah. so good. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. So like, what's it, what's it like to, to not be in that dieting state of affairs like you were before? <laughs> what's it like to get that uh, off your shoulders? Huge, yeah. It's a huge weight to, to like, you just feel lighter. And that's what I appreciate most about it. I'm not walking around constantly thinking about, you know, what does that person think of me and everyone else's perspective. I'm more in my body and in touch with who I am and grounded and yeah, I'm, I'm considering opportunities and doing things and participating in activities that I wouldn't before. So it's, it is a really good thing. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear you say that. Yeah, I know you're doing some really cool or you or you have some really cool things on your radar, which I think are mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's nice to hear you like finding kind of the true purpose now that you have the opportunity to you have that mental space to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. There's things that I I've been wanting to do for years that I'm, you know, I think I might be in the the pre-change phase where I'm still kind of formulating how that's going to look, but yeah. I'm not telling myself that I can't have that or I can't do that anymore. You know, I'm, I'm able and I'm capable. It's just to find a way to find the resources to do it. That's great. That's great. Is there anything else about your story or your experience that you want to share? Hmm. I don't know. I think, uh, I'm going to look at my notes. I kind of scribbled a whole bunch of stuff down, but, uh, no, we covered the highlights. We're good. 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 What's your advice to anyone else listening? I think my big takeaway would be that there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need to be fixed. Yeah. And the first thing that I would do is just start questioning the culture that you're in. So start actually embracing ideas that are in perspectives like the body acceptance or fat activism movements and feminism. And I mean, just really start looking at it with more curiosity. And you're not alone. There's lots of people that are in this place. And it's, it's possible, like, there's a huge community of people that are there, there's, there's resources, and you have access to a lot of things. So that would be my big thing. Good. (laughs) 
Good. Oh, that's so good. Well, you know, it's been such an honor being a part of this with you. You know, you, you stuck with stuff when life was hard and that was, I just always really admired your tenacity and perseverance and resiliency and courage. And, you know, especially really speaking out about your story and your past. I know that was like a really big thing for you. And mm-hmm. I just want to commend you on, on doing that. And, and I'm, I'm just, I'm so proud that I was able to be a part of, of this, this process with you. Thank you. Well, I've got to thank you for all of it. I mean, it's, it was an incredible experience and I'm still going to be there. I mean, one of the nicest things is that this program will be available to me. So I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> you're not, you're not getting rid of me summer. Good. Um, but it, I mean, <laughs> I'm really glad that you do the work that you do. You change people's lives, literally. Thank you. It's really cool. Thank you. Thank you, Carla. Thank you so much for this. No worries. Anything else you need. Rock on. (laughs) Carla is a fighter, and I am so proud of what she's done for herself. She opened up about her trauma in order to heal, and it was such an honor to witness and hold space for her throughout that That wraps up the spotlights. I know some of this stuff sounds deep and it sounds hard. And you heard some of the women talking about crying, which I know if I was in your shoes, I would not want to do a program where I thought I was maybe going to cry in front of other people. I want you to know you don't have to cry, first of all. (laughs) Sometimes it just happens. It's a safe environment. And I'm totally one of those people that was afraid of crying in front of others. And I actually worked with a coach around that. And now I'm totally comfortable doing it as well. So I will support you through that if you're intimidated. And not everybody cries. So I'm just saying if if you're if that concerns you, don't worry, you're going to be supported and loved through this process. And you're also going to laugh equally as much, (laughs) if not more, because I want to make sure that this is fun and and lighthearted and inspiring for you. I'm not going to lie. It is hard work, though. You know, you get what you put into it. And this stuff takes time. You're going to, you know, throughout the stories, you didn't hear anyone bullshitting you with, I am just so amazing. And I look at myself every day and I love my body because I just don't think that that's a realistic expectation to put on ourselves. You know, I am really content if by the end of the three months, women are just feeling more neutral in their bodies and they're starting to make these changes for themselves and have these experiences that they haven't been able to do in decades and that they haven't reverted back to dieting. That in and of itself is a huge accomplishment. And what I love about this is because they're going to be back here again participating and because they have lifetime access, I know a year from now they are going to be kicking so much more ass in their lives. And that's what makes it so great. It's so incredible to be supported unconditionally by a community of women like this who get exactly what you're going through. It can be kind of lonesome doing this work on your own and to know that you have the support group anytime who has your back can really accelerate the pace at which you can start to feel better about yourself. And I am here to hold your hand every step of the way. It is so rewarding and you will not Regret it, I promise you. And if you do, there's a money-back guarantee within the first four weeks. I mean, what if you could feel the way that these women feel now? What if you could have that? Don't wait. You are worth it. And if it's not with me, that's okay. I just want you to liberate yourself from the emotional weight of not feeling good enough. 
and I know that you can do it. Again, I'd love nothing more than to do this with you. We start April 3rd. Go to rockyourbodynow.com to enroll and let's do this 